Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Handsome. I'm Tig Notaro. I'm Fortune Feimster. And I'm Mae Martin. Woo! Yeah. We're handsome. We're, We're so handsome today. So <sighs> handsome. So handsome. Fortune's wearing a beautiful pink t-shirt. Thank yes. you. Good for the complexion, my mom, my mother always said. <laughs> oh, yeah? Pink, pink is? is? Yeah, pink is. Okay. Pink. You'd think that Fortune and I would know that as... Um, mm-hmm. What are we? What are we? Women? No, we are we are women. We are ladies through and through. We're ladies of the night. <laughs> no, uh, what it, we th- are southern oh yeah bells southern bells or, yeah. oh yeah and southern bells are pretty invested in how to make the complexion glow i would yeah. say tig and yeah. i in particular are very invested in that yeah <laughs> <laughs> how are you all it's nice to see you it's nice to see you guys it's been a couple weeks hasn't it or no i know uh, it's been a week it's been a beat it's been a week it feels like too <laughs> anybody up to anything handsome well i saw fortune in montreal at just for laughs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was, we were pretty handsome there. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Tig? Oh, I've just been traveling with my family. I mean, that's pretty handsome, I think. You don't get much more handsome than that. No, it's been so fun. This is really, I was just saying to Stephanie, this has felt like we have really had a summer. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. We ha- it a is proper it, summer. Yeah. We've just, we've been at the beach. We've been in the mountains. We've been in the city. We've been on the road we've been flying we're just like in the ocean and hot tubs and friends and out to dinner and cooking and that's amazing uh, all all sorts of everything seeing family and old friends yeah and seeing our kids it's so cute just running out into a park and and um field and uh wanting to play with other kids and Mm -hmm. there was this soccer field where there were older kids, probably junior high and yeah. fifth grade. And um, our son Finn was standing there watching. And I said, do you want to do you want to go play with them? And he was like, uh, I can just watch. And I said, but if, if they if they wanted you to play, does that sound fun? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, why don't I go over and just introduce everyone and see and he said oh okay so, oh my god take, that's when, so cute because you won't be yeah. able to do that when they're teen like a little bit older than this they'll be too it's, embarrassed so this I is know. perfect it's, yeah it was so cute and so we walk up and it's like these guys with backward hats and sunglasses <laughs> on and you know and i said hey um do you think and and my kids are so athletic that mm-hmm. it can look like oh a seven-year-old's coming in but 
surprise twist. They're yeah. really good. And so I said, um, hey, um, do you think there's maybe some room for an extra player? And this kid, again, must have been like 13. He goes, yeah, sure. He said, oh. uh, why don't you be on my team, buddy? Oh, and, um, and then Finn jumped into the soccer game and was immediately kicking ass. Nice. Yes. So cute. That's what's know? up. This story is amazing. And my... watching the 13-year-old high-five my little 7-year-old, I just was like, I, I don't know what to do with my emotions. That, <laughs> is, that 13-year-old so needs a medal. And to that's like, thank God, there's hope for the future. That's amazing. The sweetest kids. And thankfully, he was good. Otherwise, yeah, exactly. Otherwise the, all the th- other friends of the 13-year-old, they're like, man, what are you doing that yeah. for? Yeah, you ruined <laughs> our day, man. I know. I took video. I, I did it very quickly and just like walked away, but I just had to get video of of my little tiny son. Well, and then Max joined too. My two little tiny sons running around with teenagers on a <laughs> soccer field was just oh my God. a little much for me. Yeah. That's what a summer's supposed to be, you know? Yeah, yeah that's what i've been thinking about lately is like Jax has been like we have to like also live our life and do some fun yeah. things it can't just be work all the time yeah. yeah and i made that mistake this summer i just yeah i'm pretty work, busy yeah out Same. the yahoo and oh you've been just working non-stop non-stop and okay whereas now i'm seeing my some of my other comedian friends just are starting to take summers off and i'm like maybe i need to start looking at that yeah yeah go to a cottage or something Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go to toronto for four days but man i've been slammed but also i was recently in a park with a kid and okay not to toot my own horn but i was playing (laughs) (laughs) tickle tooting for you (laughs) we were like playing a make-believe game where i was a monster who was trying to get her but i couldn't leave the sandbox area so she was Mm -hmm. safe outside of the sandbox and then I guess I got really into the character and I started singing this song about like, I'm the loneliest monster in the world or something like that. And like how I have no friends. And she just burst into tears. And then she was like, I, I, I'll play with you, monster. Like she was so sad that the monster was lonely because I was like, no one cares. But I was oh my so happy with myself that I like concocted a song that devastated that this child yeah 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 i was so proud she had real tears i really yeah. leveled her yeah and it felt good <laughs> but we were so deeply invested in this game it was it was super fun yeah and do you think you'll release that song as a single the wheels are in motion mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i say get on it i'd love to do more voice acting of like weird little squirrels or monsters or Ooh, let's hear the weird little squirrel. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, you guys. It's always like uh, New York. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Hi, you guys. Trying yeah. to catch up to everyone. Wait yeah. for me. <laughs> Wait for me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a fair amount of voice acting, but it always sounds like me. <laughs> Same. Except for this one uh, Cartoon Network thing I did. I played a, a, mo- a monster that had a really low voice like this. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And was it a lonely monster that didn't have any friends? She was kind of like she had friends, but she was definitely more like, you know, the the outcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to use my voice because this voice has friends. 
Yeah. Right. Right. That That's a very ra- popular voice. <laughs> yeah. It radiates uh, social. Uh, this person. That, that person. person. Uh, no friends. Uh, nobody's picking up when I call. Yeah. You get stuck at a party in a corner with that mm-hmm. person. Oh, there's nothing worse than getting stuck at a party in the corner. Actually, I put myself person. in the corner in a lot of parties. You yes, put, you did that at my party. To, yeah. Would you prefer to be alone in that corner? No, I just like I know I appear to be very like I am outgoing, but I kind of had to train myself to be outgoing. By mm-hmm. nature, I'm a little bit more introverted and a little shyer than people would realize. Oh, so when I'm in a social oh. setting where I don't know a lot of people, I tend to like find a corner. Hopefully there's snacks and I eat some snacks and kind of, I like watching the party. I'm not, I'm not having a bad time. I'm just more observing everyone in in their element. Yeah. Yeah. You bring your throne. (laughs) I take, I can't imagine you getting stuck in a conversation with someone boring because in my mind you'd be standing there and they'd be talking and you'd be like, I'm going to stop you there. Yeah, I, like, I feel like you just say, I'm going to excuse myself from this conversation. Or you'd really I am politely bored say, to tears. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can see you saying that to someone. Yeah. I'm bored to tears. Just but being like, know. I don't, just kind of like, I'm going to remove myself from the situation. You do it in a charming way. So yeah, a charming like, take way. Yeah. None of those examples are charming. <laughs> no, that is charming to be like, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just leave you and uh <laughs> Okay, Buckaroo. You know what? I have not stood in that corner of the room yet. Yep. And I've been aching to. So yeah. I'm gonna go stand over there. Uh, yeah. I don't mind being alone at a party. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't enjoy when somebody thinks I'm alone and bored and they have mm. to fill my ears with talking. Mm-hmm. And you were perfectly fine and then they're... Perfectly fine. Yeah. I just wanted to look at everybody and observe. And, Same. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. It gets, it's, it's uncomfortable when somebody... Because they're projecting what they would want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they think they're rescuing you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this on this show or not, but I was at a, when I had first moved to Los Angeles, I was at a Sundance party. A friend said, oh, there's a bunch of people going to this house and you should come meet up. And I went there and I knocked on the door. Nobody answered. And I continued to knock. The reason nobody answered because the music was going, people were talking. Nobody was right. knocking on doors to but, walk into yeah. the party. So I finally go in and I don't, nobody that invited me to this party was there. Oh man. And so I stood by the snack table. Yes. And I had been snowboarding all day and I had my, I think I had my sunglasses on a string, you know, around my neck and, (laughs) and, uh, I was just standing there eating snacks. And then, um, this girl came up and talked to me and had a nice chat, I thought. And then after she walked away, I looked down and my sunglasses had been catching all of my crumbs that didn't make it into my mouth. And so I was just sitting there chatting with crackers (laughs) and chips Uh, 
crumb yeah. bib. You're like yeah. a little squirrel eating. Yeah. Oh my like, god. Like, like May's little squirrel. Yeah. I thought I didn't know where that story was gonna go and I thought it was gonna be and she walked away and I realized that was Malala or something like that. But then Or I thought they were gonna tell you to leave the party. Yeah. <laughs> May, like maybe we're the wrong party. <laughs> the oh, wrong the crumb. I might have been. I don't even know if anyone showed up. Uh, that's such a TIG thing to say. That's such a perfect TIG response, which to me just encapsulates you because you're so unique, which we were texting about. And then you posted the story about you meeting Stephanie and oh. <laughs> taking oh, yes. it to the next level. And it killed me. So it was one of those like social media moments where like I'm on TikTok and there's a TikTok from a, it's a, post from a podcast of a interview that that tig's wife stephanie did talking about how she and tig were hanging out and just sent tig this really long email and we had kissed we okay. we, we kissed and then the follow-up was this long 10-page email yeah because <laughs> stephanie was had not, had only been with men and there was all mm-hmm. this tension i remember seeing this in your documentary and being like Get me in that relationship. No, That's I don't think it was in the documentary. What was? I, I don't think know what it, it was in. Or maybe I don't Stephanie either. just told me. I just love it. We've told the story a few times, but but it does not get old. And I had never heard that. I had never. Well, I say it doesn't get old. I had never heard it before, <laughs> um, so it didn't get old to me. Um, but I don't want to you so, so Stephanie yeah. sent you that long email, and then what happened? Yeah, she was just like, "Oh my gosh, I just love hanging out with you. I have so much fun. I love laughing. It was fun to kiss, and it was true. I'm not exaggerating. I could find the email, and I yeah. should. I haven't looked for it in a long time, but it went on and on and on, just <laughs> kindly letting me down, saying that she didn't want to lead me on. We that she can't date me." um saying i'm straight or yeah 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 yeah. and then i just pressed reply and only wrote okay dyke and then (laughs) press send and i just laughed so hard on my end but also knew i I was bummed but i also knew that was a huge risk but i thought whatever shouldn't want to date me who cares yeah nothing to lose you thought at the time probably but she told me as soon as she got that email i I sent it immediately after i read her email and i just wrote okay dyke and um (laughs) and she said she laughed so hard and and she said honestly in that moment i thought Okay, I like her. Yeah, and that oh kind of is what helped, you know, move our relationship along. Yeah, me so, saying, okay, Dyke. I'm so glad you like followed your gut yeah. and you didn't send this email back, being like, you hurt me, or I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, because well, that, cause that was away. like I said, the perfect Tig response. That's like so you when i think of you and like your humor you know and yeah. if she hadn't gotten that like if she had been like oh okay that's not yeah. your person right <laughs> no but the fact yeah. that she's dying laughing you're like that's your person well it sounds like you might be my person fortune <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you texted me that I texted you. you were laughing i was crying i was on the couch and Jax was like what are you laughing at i said this story about taking stephanie <laughs> like tears were streaming down my face just just the idea that someone sent this like 
huge long heartfelt, <laughs> heartfelt email letting you down and like ending things and you're just like okay dyke <laughs> <laughs> ending things that didn't even we weren't even together you yeah. know we just like we met up one night with a group of friends and kissed and then she sent me this i didn't even ask what was going on between us mm-hmm. you know she was yeah. just like let me get ahead of it Nothing is going on between us. <laughs> and now we are married with a production company, two mm-hmm. kids and three cats. Like, <laughs> what did she say when when you, it came back up? I mean, I know y'all have talked about it before, but it's just something y'all laugh about at this point. What, when I told her that you yeah. had sent that? She said that she gets a lot of feedback from that story. And yeah. she was. I think she was a little, I don't know. If it's crazy to be like, I can't believe Fortune didn't know that story. It's yeah. not like it's the most famous story in the world, but people have definitely heard it. Like I've mm-hmm. mentioned it on podcasts and she has too. And I yeah. think she mentioned it in like a Vanity Fair article oh, okay. or something. Yeah. yeah, I had not seen it, but it gave me quite the <laughs> chuckle. So I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. No, I, I was so everybody like that now. Okay, Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought of like having... Uh, t-shirts made and things like <laughs> oh that God. like because if you see you know okay dyke and you're familiar with us then mm-hmm. a million you know, percent we're, yeah. we're bringing it back get ready to yeah. sell those t-shirts that's right now that it's on the handsome pod yeah screw vanity fair how did we get on to i can't remember how we got on this but i love it i did i brought it up oh <laughs> well we're just a real lgbtq plus uh gaggle and yeah. so uh those kinds of stories are gonna come up with us hey if you don't like it stick around stick around <laughs> whether you like what you hear or whether you don't stick around there's yeah. more of that coming <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I don't want to make you guys jealous, but I am going to Taylor Swift's tonight. So am I. <gasps> May, look at that. Dude. And- Handsome. Handsome. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, I have to say, I, I don't. I'm, this is not like me being a hipster like i don't know her music i know maybe three songs I like that's her. hilarious everyone's like, the, like dying to get tickets and you're like no not really familiar <laughs> i know the person i'm dating got got tickets from her friend and i got a i think it's like a cultural moment right it like is it's a cultural cool. moment sure. yeah. yeah yeah and everyone says it's like mind-blowing mm-hmm. you yeah. guys both love her i love her i think she's fantastic i love that yeah. I followed her when she was only a country 
artist. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Her song, Tim McGraw. Do you know that song? Oh, no. yeah. She, that she, the duet with Tim. Or no, she had the, no, it's the song not a before duet. she did the duet. She did eventually do a duet, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That song hooked me. Mm-hmm. The Tim McGraw song. The Not the duet, but the... Uh, yeah. But I do love Tim McGraw, I gotta be honest. And yeah. then I went... When I had gotten out of the hospital after I had... Uh, been diagnosed I I was invited to stand up to cancer mm-hmm. that Katie Couric event that she puts on and that was 2012 and when um, Taylor Swift made a surprise appearance at stand up to cancer mm. it was still massive I remember mm-hmm. being like whoa Taylor Swift is here yeah really and she yeah she sat down and played I think guitar and piano and mm-hmm. I think that really won me over where i was like well she's legit she's impressive yeah Yeah. and she's doing it right i mean this whole Uh tour is like mind-blowing and it's Uh such a like you said a cultural moment like yeah that someone's brought this many people together i know from very different walks of life people are going and into her and different age groups you and me we're very different walks of life that's right we're both going (laughs) i don't have anything to bedazzle myself with i've been seeing a lot of rhinestones on tiktok but what's also interesting is uh, stephanie and i were talking about this this morning which i think everyone's just spending their life right now talking about taylor swift (laughs) and so this morning when we uh were having coffee we were talking about how she'll plant her tour in a major city for two weeks Mm -hmm. and do a stadium every night in the same city and so obviously there's so many different walks of life going to her show there's probably a lot of similar walks of life going to her show but what's really fascinating that stephanie brought up is how she's a very political person Mm -hmm. she's politically active she's very outspoken she's not playing it safe and Mm -hmm. walking a line to draw in yeah uh, everybody yeah Mm -hmm. but she's getting everybody yeah just here in LA, can you imagine? She's like here, like six nights or something. Seventy-five thousand people. I mean, it's, yes, I can. It's mind blowing <laughs> the amount of tickets she's how selling. Are you getting your Uber after, because I'm a little concerned about how. <laughs> I think to- I want to drive. I don't think I want to chance the Uber. Oh, you should helicopter in. Both oh, of you. oh, I didn't even think of that. Very handsome. I didn't think of that. Of course, of course. What a handsome but idea. Not just helicopter in hanging off the little things that you land yeah, go on. down on the rope no not a rope <laughs> they don't just even land jump from the helicopter <laughs> into curve. the stadium just yeah <laughs> they're like is that fortune in may i have my phone i'm like taylor can you ask the handsome pot a question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you're falling down <laughs> And then the audience catches you. They talk, you know, crowd, they hand you a crowd serve. Yeah, only one of you. You should helicopter in and jump into the crowd. May, you should be there to be stunned when mm. fortune has passed by you. And we'll have, you know, someone taping you going, <gasps> okay, yeah, and it'll go viral. Just me. I look up and I do a double take, and fortune's just crowd surfing to the and front. And that goes viral. Yeah. And, and just May's voice going, <gasps> And then, and then I look right at the camera and I go, what? And then you turn into that little squirrel. 
You guys, wait. Yeah. Wait up. I well, don't want to crowd surf. I'm going to have to find a helicopter today and learn how to jump out of a plane. I mean, you a got helicopter. a busy day. Gosh. All May has to do is go, <gasps> May just needs to learn <laughs> yeah. one Taylor song. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Shake it off. Shake it. And yep. I know. I knew you were trouble. I'm going to say that when uh-huh. you come go by me. I'm going to go, You were trouble when you dropped in. This is how old I feel. <laughs> I bought. Um, earplugs because that's smart. I knew, I knew people. I knew that she has so many f- young fans who are going to be screaming. Oh my I, god! Cut to fortune <laughs> screaming. <laughs> this makes Tears me feel like I'm a hundred. But all I can think is that there's going to be seventy five thousand people literally screaming. She won't god, be too I wish loud. I was there. But I'm going to be wearing these. <laughs> I, I'm excited to hear her, but not the seventy five thousand screaming people. <laughs> okay, fortune with your earplugs. Would you also please wear a nose plug, like a swimmer's <laughs> nose plug? <laughs> yeah, wear Just a nose plug. Just plug every, every, oh, every orifice. Every hole possible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. People are wearing all kinds of crazy things, so I could yeah, probably get away wear? with it. Yeah, what are you going to wear? I don't God, know because I literally <laughs> actually I actually just found out this morning I'm going so this is all very last minute. May, what are you wearing? Uh, you know, a suit. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, I mean, I didn't know people dress up. I guess I'll wear just my regular. I got a flight at seven a.m. tomorrow Ooh. morning. Oh, I got to yeah. get rid of this Grinch attitude, though. I got to. I have to go in with joy in my heart and let Taylor lift me up. Let oh, Taylor May. lift you up. She's gonna blow your mind. Yeah, I do know that. I'm excited about that. I don't know who's opening. Heim. Is it Heim? Oh, I love Heim. Yeah, they're they're rad. I love Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And uh, years ago, Stephanie got me tickets to go to see Katy Perry. I I don't know how I was completely out of touch with this element. Yeah. I just thought everybody else would be at the concert like me, just a fan of Katy Perry and watching Katy Perry uh-huh. in concert. <laughs> we show up. I'm sure this won't shock you. It was full of children. No. And everybody had like uh, sparkles Mm -hmm. and like, um, you know, little antennas with stars on their head, you know. uh, Pink has some of that too, some of that fan base too. Yeah. And then Katy Perry was like floating around on on some sort of rocket ship (laughs) through the air. And I was like, what is happening? I I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I I started to feel a little self-conscious that I was at this concert. (laughs) Because baby, you're a firework. Yeah. I had all my gray hair and I was like, I said, Stephanie, what are all these kids doing here and she was like that's her audience yeah she kind of plays into that camp campy kind of thing had no idea Mm -hmm. but fine with me i just didn't know you're still a fan still a fan (laughs) i love pink i love pink love pink fortune i feel like i'm gonna look up at one point tonight and see you in like the the vip section of the taylor swift concert (laughs) and i'm gonna be like jam between 25 12 year olds and just like i I don't know where already just just thinking about it i have to pee wear a diaper should i well just out and about every day yeah, in yeah. To the concert. yeah. it is gonna be a whole thing and i'm not normally the type of person that likes to go to things that's a whole thing but mm-hmm. it felt too big to pass up like i can't miss tay swift yeah you gotta go yeah when we do our handsome stadium tour 
Do you mm. think kids are going to come? Like, are we going to have a big production with like glitter and like, you know, people? Oh. Yeah, spaceships. We're going to be flying around on spaceships. <laughs> yes. Uh, holding whiskey in our hand. Katy Perry you know, will make a surprise appearance. Well, no, we're going to slam into Katy Perry on her rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, damn. Pink will be twirling on her <sighs> rope or whatever she does. That's what I want to see us do. The, the, the aerial acrobatics. Yes. Yes, one million percent. That's what our audience would be there for. But it's just yeah. our theme song playing over and over again. <laughs> and then <laughs> With we, a clank. Yeah, and we finally land on stage and just talk for 40 minutes and then go back on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds very exciting. No, it yeah, won't. it'll be a cultural moment. <laughs> it <laughs> no, one million percent won't. And it'll be... No one will even tell a friend. I know, and we're talking about how... No, and our only demographic will be yeah. people exactly like us. And we, <laughs> well, I think it's that time, y'all. I'm excited because we just did a show with this person in Montreal, Fortune and I, uh, at Just for Laughs. And the host was Lil Rel Howery. Yeah, Lil Rel is so funny. He is from the Carmichael show. He really blew up on the movie uh, Get Out. He played the TSA agent who was so hilarious. And ever since then, He's been in a thousand things, the movie Free Guy and Vacation Friends. He's also a very funny stand-up. And um, he uh, asked the Handsome Pod a question. What's going on? It's your boy Lil Real. And this is my question, okay? And I ask this to everybody because you're comedians, you go on the road, you know the truth to this. Who has the best pizza, New York or Chicago? Mm. Ooh, it's fun. It's funny hearing people yelling in the background. This was after the show. <laughs> yeah, it's probably me yelling about how much I bombed. You did not bomb. There's probably other people he had just asked this question to at the festival. He's like, "Who has the best pizza?" And they're arguing in the background. That's true. It's a very divisive question. I'm almost scared to wade in. Like with this, could we could lose like fifty percent of our listeners? I will say, my real quick on that show. It does make a difference where you go. So it was a crowd work show. So everybody had the same crowd to, to work with. I went first on that show. And so the crowd had not been asked anything. So there's a lot to work with. And then in the next show, I went last. And and you went last on our show. Yeah. It is hard to do crowd work last on a crowd that has already been asked, like, you know, 30 questions about other comedians so it does it, it is an interesting thing so and i have to say when i've done stand-up and I, i'll have an opener who does crowd work i do ask that they not do crowd work because when i go on if i interact with the audience mm -hmm. i don't want to step on what they already said and mm -hmm. it just yeah. i feel like it makes things a little messy if mm -hmm. everyone's talking to the audience that was like the whole premise of this show is like so you're watching backstage and trying to remember because you you can't yeah. do material everyone has to do crowd work and i will just quickly say that it was so humiliating because they were like it's really good if you get someone up on stage or like you and so all i could think to do in the moment was there was someone with a lot of tattoos and i was like guys guys i'm gonna get a tattoo and we can all decide what the tattoo is gonna be and then i swear to god i'll get it and everyone's face was like oh, we don't really want you to do They're that like, we don't want you to do yeah. that and then i was like okay i want to get this guy i want to get your name on me sir and then i got him to oh, come up no. and write his name on me and still everyone's face was just like don't do this don't get this tattoo and i was going guys i swear i'm gonna get it tomorrow you're a tattoo artist i'm gonna get 
right next to my oatmeal tattoo. Yes, and it, and everyone was just horrified, and and I was just forcing them to force me to get a tattoo, and that it was so just funny. Probably because it was a Canadian audience as well, and they were like, "Oh no, don't do that to yourself. Oh, you don't, you don't need oh, to you do don't that. need to do that. We're okay. Don't desecrate your body." <laughs> yeah, that was the vibe. Oh God. <laughs> But you did great. You were amazing, Fortune. It was fun. Well, I, honestly, I do think the lineup makes a difference. Because my second time at the next show, I did not do as well. Okay. Well, it's so. always nice to hear that. Yeah, but When you do less well. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, Lil Rel was uh, uh, asking about pizza. Now, I feel like he might be biased because he is from Chicago. He's very mm. proud of this uh. fact. Okay. Just to clarify, because I've never been to Chicago. We're talking thin you crust haven't? New York. I've never been. Mm. So, so Chicago is thick, Chicago's deep dish. thick, deep dish. There, mm-hmm. Gino's is a big one there. Lou, uh, Lou was it Lou Monies or something like that? Lou Reed? Is it Lou Reed who, <laughs> who works there? Is it Lou Reed Malnati's. who Malnati's? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And they're hardcore about it. Yeah. It comes in a like a deep dish uh-huh. and and there's crust and this then tracks. like there's this much you guys are you good with um Fortune's how much doing, is that what, two to three inches here three the inches mm-hmm. there's about that much of the filling so it's the sauce okay. and you the have my attention pepperoni and the cheese it's all like a it's like a pie almost i'm gonna okay. go to new york New York is thin. Yeah, that what you just described. I mean, I've certainly had some version of deep dish pizza. I've been to Chicago many times, but I am not somebody. I love pizza. I didn't always. Mm -hmm. My father worked at a pizza restaurant when I was a kid, and um, he was the assistant manager. And uh, we got a lot of pizza Mm -hmm. and um, played a lot of Pac-Man. But um, (laughs) I didn't like pizza then when I had when I was able to swim in pizza. And Mm -hmm. then as I got older, I started to appreciate it. I worked in a pizza place. I did too later. You did as well? Twins. Yeah, we are twins. It's very hot. The ovens Mm -hmm. are so hot. I worked from 6 p.m. till 4 a.m. for... Oof. six months when i was 16 i just got kicked out and i needed cash and it was like the graveyard shift and mm. it, it was hell all the bars would close at like 2 30 in the morning and people would stream in and we had this vegan pizza actually hell i don't up. know if I, I i don't think i can tell this story i do not come across well in it <laughs> let's hear I, it okay take in particular this might change our relationship but keep in mind i was 16 oh wait did you tell us this you you put something not vegan on there yeah, I put bacon fat on the vegan pizza just as my own little victory against the people because I was so mad. They were so rude all the time. And I the watched vegans them. were? Yeah. And I watched them come in and they ate that pizza and they loved, they were like, this is incredible. And I, and I thought, what have I become? Yeah. And I had all burns on my arms from the ovens. and. Well, that was God. That was that karma. Was God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't karma, it was God. It was (laughs) just uh, flat out God. It's flat out God. (laughs) See, when I worked at the pizza restaurant, and and just to go back, how dare you, May? Yeah, that's um, fair. (laughs) You could have just directly said, you're being rude. I know. I know it's it really it, it was a dark moment in my personality like what well, you kind were of... going you were going through a lot at that time obviously no excuse 
Oh, oh excuse. Very um, Machiavellian. When I when I worked at the pizza restaurant, I had this little group of uh, rock and roll buddies that were mm-hmm. just my BFFs, just all the long-haired dudes and the smokers and all in a band. And we all worked at this pizza restaurant together. And the most awesome part of that job was delivering pizzas. Mm. And I say to this day, if I had to do another job, it would be delivering pizza because you get to leave work. Yeah. Number one. I would have liked that. Number two, you get to listen to your music in your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number three, your car smells like pizza. Yeah. Number four, <laughs> cold hard cash in your little paw mm-hmm. after you deliver yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. That actually does sound like an awesome job. Exactly. Yeah. I loved it. Did you wear a, a uniform? No, no. This is like rock and roll pizza joint. You know um, that actress Jennifer Tilly? Yes. Oh my God. An actor that you know. That's amazing. Well, she was in Bound. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, that I just. was such a great movie. So good. So I picture Jennifer Tilly with her sexy voice, like answering the door in her lingerie with a cigarette, yeah. and you're there delivering mm-hmm. the pizza. It's very, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I never delivered pizza. Where is she these days, Jennifer Tilly? She's almost a professional poker player, or, or maybe mm. she is professional. She plays a lot, and she, mm-hmm. she's in stuff. She's in, like, the Chucky TV show. And also, oh, she was in that in Bound with um, Gina Gershon. Okay, I, when, <laughs> this is TMI. Give it okay? to us. Which, by the way, TMI bothers me because it's too little information. <laughs> Always. Because you're giving initials, TMI. Oh. <laughs> What does that stand for? It's too much information. Okay. This gets into kind of uh, intimacy stuff. Love it. When I was like in 2013, I was really into this woman and uh, I had been very ill and we had started hanging out before I had gotten my cancer diagnosis. And Mm -hmm. then I had just been coming through with my other health stuff. And Mm -hmm. then boom, I get my cancer diagnosis right in the middle of hanging out with her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, now I have to tell her I have cancer. Oh man. And uh, so I go through all of my surgery and my treatment and everything. I come out and then I'm, she and I are living in New York, both have jobs. We've lived in LA, but we happen to be moving to New York at the same time. It was like really crazy. Yeah. And she's really good friends with Gina Gershon. Oh shit! Oh, and she I think was house sitting. She was house sitting. Oh she was house sitting for Gina, who had this incredible apartment right on the river, and it's just the dreamy situation that wow. where you just—it's just all oh. glass windows looking over the water in Manhattan. It was insane. Yeah, it's and Gina. the first time that like we really hooked up. Was that Gina Gershon's <laughs> Wait, that apartment? A whole layer of hotness, just knowing that Gina Gershon has also hooked up in that apartment exactly. is so hot. Whoa. And Fortune, you think you know who this person is? Uh-huh. Oh, who is it? Well, I don't want to say on the podcast. Well, we can bleep it. I think it's... Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have to Google that person. <laughs> That's I only so know fun. because I, you and I had a dinner with a mutual friend around that time. Yeah, yeah. So you're going New York, Tig. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Chicago, but I'm kind of drawn to what you described, Fortune. But also, pizza is sort of the reason that my uh, marriage didn't happen when I was engaged. 
pizzas. Oh. Yeah. It like I don't really like pizza. Mm-hmm. I, not to be. I feel like this episode. I'm like oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, pizza. The most popular <laughs> things like in the world. That's no, okay. but you like a huge pot of pizza because I've grown. But but uh, and and because mm, I don't love all the bread. And anyway, yeah. this was like a well-known fact about me among my peers. <laughs> you know, the pizza is not my fave. And then I was living in the UK and, and my fiance was living in Canada and she was kind of planning the wedding. Like it had got quite far. The invitations had gone out and mm-hmm. we were talking on the phone and she was like, yeah, I, I booked this set there. I mean, there were other problems. This wasn't the only, <laughs> the only <laughs> thing, but she was like, I booked uh, a pizza restaurant for our after party, you know, after we sign the papers and we'll, we'll all just go to yeah. this pizza. And I was like, well, I, that's like the one thing I don't, I don't like pizza. And she was like, yeah, but everyone else does. And it'll be, easy and I was like oh no I just was thinking about the smell of the pizza and <laughs> how I what would I eat and I was like well, I could guess I could get the whole place would smell delicious <laughs> <laughs> but I was like I should get like delivery sushi that I can eat in the bathroom oh my god hilarious can they I know deliver it. sushi there yeah and I thought this is a this is a sign oh that yeah. you you guys were too far apart in your interest yeah it was all kind of like this it was a moving train that I felt like mm. I wasn't a, a part of, but that was also my fault. But you've started liking pizza now. Do you like thin crust or you're just like, it's fine. But what Fortune's described is a big pan of pizza. That's a lot. That's a, a heavy dish. Di- a dish. I think mm-hmm. it's that I want to be someone who wants the deep dish because I'm trying to stop being so neurotic about I want like the deep about dish. Like, Grease, yeah, I want the deep dish. I sound like uh, Hannah. What's his name? With the it puts the lotion on its skin. Oh yeah, Hannibal Lecter. No, uh, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> now, May, you said you pointed out two things: the bread and the grease. Yeah. Are you somebody where you typically you try to avoid grease and and bread? Like, are you a low carb? person not or anymore you know growing up I was I had such bad skin it's it's just like a skin thing and I remember my mom really drilling into me like oil is bad and mm-hmm. grease and stuff which really that's not it's more sugar and stuff that causes mm-hmm. but and dairy but, yeah totally but I was like oh god I, and then I remember I heard Miley Cyrus say something about her skin got better when she stopped eating bread but then like a couple of years ago I thought this is all bullshit and now I eat quite a lot of bread and I feel great <laughs> Mm, yeah, so I'm trying okay. to, but I still have like the hang up in me of like, yeah. you know, and I guess I feel sluggish if I eat like a ton of, yeah. a ton of wheat, but is this boring? Mm-hmm. Pizza is <laughs> a better uh, like winter food, I think, like when it's cold outside. Oh, right? pizza in the morning when you're hungover. I know that's a cliche, but like cold pizza, really good. I used to hate pizza. I did not like it growing up. My really? mom said she ate a lot of pizza when she was pregnant with me. And so as a kid, they would always want to go get pizza. And I was like, oh, gross. I hate pizza, which is weird because I seem like someone that would have been like a diehard pizza from day one. But I, it, most of the options back then were like Pizza Hut, Domino's. Yeah. There weren't a lot of like wood fired pizza situations. So yeah. did you have Mr. Gaddy's? No. It's Mr. Gaddy's. That. That's where my father worked in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was yeah. Mr. Gaddy himself? I don't know. But <laughs> Very famous man, man. My father, he and Mr. Gaddy's pizza, they were tight. Mm-hmm. Pizza makes me think of like a kid's birthday party at a bowling alley and... Yeah. Which is, those well, are good it wasn't memories. good back then. It was just very doughy, big, fatty pizza and... 
and I wasn't really into it. And now that I'm older and there's all these wood fired situation, I love that. So I think that would be the mm. closest thing to New York because like the less crust, I like it super thin, a little crunchy. Mm. And I even like, I, I'm more into the like goat cheese or caramelized mm. onions, like that I kind see. of situation. Okay, hello, somebody is I like a, a bougie pizza. You know what they do in Colorado? What's that? A lot of places in the mountains, pizza places that you go to, they have honey mm-hmm. on, the, on the table. And so you eat your pizza, you hold onto your crust, and then at the end, like a dessert, you just you pour oh, honey on the crust. I like the sound of that. I think part of the fun is when there's a little bit of cheese still Mm -hmm. kind of the salty and sweet yes in my vegan days i'm now obviously vegan cheese and i've substituted maple syrup Mm -hmm. oh Uh, yeah yeah. i don't i don't eat honey yeah salty and sweet i once dated a girl who put maple syrup on bacon and then cooked it it was really good but i'm having a vision right now of the deep dish pizza Mm -hmm. so you're taking the dish which what is it a metal dish or what are we for the deep dish is yeah. more like um a pan a pan yeah a pan uh-huh. so taking that and then putting it in the snow for like an hour and then it be- or a fridge actually a fridge <laughs> makes more sense <laughs> no definitely put it in the snow <laughs> you carry it up a snow-covered mountain <laughs> yeah. yeah i like the, the image of that more in the snow and then it gets all cold and like all that cheese in the deep dish gets solid and you can cut it with a knife like it's a cake almost i guess oh. i like that i think i'm intimidated by the it being so messy yeah that's mm-hmm. definitely like a heavy that's a heavy food that's for people who are into like pot pies and stuff oh i like a pot pie chicken pot pie yeah yeah i'm gonna go new york for myself you're going new york yeah. so we're all being okay i'm gonna go chicago mainly to endear myself to Lil rel because i know that he, well i think he's gonna yeah. be i'm interested well i'm gonna say real quick tig one of my favorite you know fro- frozen pizzas that you you just pop in the oven at home it's mm-hmm. the Dia pizza, the vegan Dia pizza. Really? is one of my favorite pizzas from the frozen food section. That is surprising. I do the plain cheese one, no nothing mm-hmm. else on it. Sure. And then I bring it, when I pop it in my oven, I put some pineapple on it, which is a whole other argument. Some people hate pineapple on pizza. That upsets, that <laughs> upsets a bunch. That's Canadian. But I like the Dia pizza because the, the, the crust is really crunchy and the and the cheese tastes good so that's where it's at for me yeah there's some i can't remember the name of the frozen vegan pizza that we'll have on fridays at our house we've had like you know pizza night Mm -hmm. and we we have these uh little frozen pizzas that max and finn really enjoy and i have this special concoction that i've put together that i'll have to give both of you did i give it to you No, I'm... A, oh, I, I thought you were saying, oh, yeah, you've given it to me. No, I'm amazed at the idea of you making a concoction. I, yeah, I love it. concoction? Well, I started when we became vegan years ago. I was that typical person that was so scared of the diet. Like, how do you get your protein? How do you get your... All of those things mm-hmm. that you really don't need to worry about, but you think you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to worry about it if you're only eating like a loaf of bread every day. Of course, you're going to be right. deficient. But I came up with this concoction that has all sorts of... Uh, I'm not going to give you the ingredients because honestly, I would love... Uh, my plan is to start 
a little business and really? sell it. But when I go to people's houses for dinner mm-hmm. or parties, I, I always bring this uh, mix. And I, I call you know, to come back to the word dyke, I call it dyke dust. Um, <laughs> and I put, and it goes on, on everything that's savory, whether it's pasta, pizza, uh-huh. soup, salads, burritos, whatever it is. And it just yeah. is so nutrient dense. Oh, really? And it's so delicious. And people like Sarah Silverman and, and other friends are like, I'm I'm low on dyke dust. I got to get some more dyke dust. <laughs> I would love some dyke dust because I am yeah. very nutrient deficient. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to start this company. I mean, yeah, have I have to, to change the name because if I can well, I name guess. drop. <laughs> I, I took it to Jennifer Aniston's house once and she was like, I love this. I love this. But I, how would I possibly, how would somebody like me possibly say dyke dust or order dyke dust it's not you know it's hard for us to order these kinds of things did you tell her it will turn her gay (laughs) well that that's the whole plan is i'm going house to house party to party just turning everyone everyone gay gay with his dyke dust you're like it's nutrients okay okay, dyke dust Yeah, you got to think of a good name. We'll help you think of a good name at some point. Okay, but I'll I'll get you jars of the dyke dust. But I'm telling Please. you, everybody love. Oh, you know it's it's so good on avocado toast. Oh, it's so good. I need a jar of this tig. Okay, well, I'm allergic to um coconut. Am I safe? I know you are, kid. <laughs> I keep mentioning it every I episode. I get you it were in there. down for the count a couple weeks ago because you coconut. are. Hello, my name is May Martin, and I am allergic to coconut. <laughs> and I am the same with I'm vegan. I'm Tigataro, yeah. and I am vegan. Yeah. Fortune, what are you? I'm Fortune I am Feimster, and I'm Fortune I am... Feimster, and I'm depleted of nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll get everybody. You've ha- have you had dyke dust, Thomas? I don't think so. No, Thomas I needs it too. Wow, oh, I'm surprised. Okay, I'll get everybody a jar of dyke dust, and you tell me if it's absolutely delicious. Maybe our listeners can bid on a jar of dyke dust. Yes. Well, my point of bringing it up <laughs> is no. Wait, that's not like a cool thing. <laughs> this is like an eBay account. Yeah. No, um, like not even for charity, just for us. My, my, my point of bringing up Dyke Dust yeah. is we put that on pizza on Friday pizza night. When you describe some of the things your family does, like Friday night pizza night and stuff, I, I want to be, it, it makes me realize that I'm yearning for that experience and it's almost almost to the point where it's unpleasant, where I'm like, I, I want to be in your family. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it sounds so fun. Well, you're more than welcome Tig to come over. Tig does have a lovely family. I'd love to come over. Yeah, Fortune's hung out with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in Vegas, baby. Yeah, where you, where you party with most kids. <laughs> Who partied? <laughs> I got the sports stats for the day. That's of course. Good. Well, should we hear what Lil Rel yeah. had to say? Let's yeah. Hear it. As a guy from Chicago, Illinois, is Chicago all day. New York sell very flat pizzas and the meat is flat, and that's stupid. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and that's stupid. Stupid flat meat. Rel's always oh. Chicago. He's diehard Chicago, so uh, that, that does not surprise me one but bit. Like pepperoni's famously flat, right? Like how could it not be flat? <laughs> you have a point, May. That is true, yeah. May. 
Although I I like a chicken pizza. I like chicken and broccoli on a pizza. Oh, like a like a topping. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wow, flat meat. Yeah, I like it with a lot of the stuff on it. People put a lot of the the toppings. Yeah. I'm not as big into the meat on pizza, but I love the veggies on pizza. Wow, fortune eating vegan pizza and loving veggies sounds like we could lure you over to the <laughs> You never know. World. I have a feeling. I, I could easily be lured to this new lease on life I have of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to drive. I'm like, get me, get me healthy. Yeah. Let's Look do at it. you. Yeah. As my mom says, you're turning over a new leaf. Yeah. Is she the only one that says that? <laughs> Just yeah, my her mom. mother invented that and yeah. then told my mother, who also said it. And then my mother told everyone else. There you go. <laughs> well, amazing. Well, thank you, Laurel, for uh, your question. Was it really that amazing? I thought so. Just talking with y'all. It's amazing to me. It's always no, amazing. I'm kidding. That he, I thought you were saying that's amazing that he chose his city. <laughs> chose that's his ama- own city. That's amazing. I do throw that word around a lot. Awesome and amazing. So. Yeah. yeah. Rad, dude. <laughs> My sons have started calling everybody bro and dude. Bro. That's oh, so good. Uh, yeah, bro. You'll hear them wrestling, and they'll be like, "Bro, you you hit me in the nuts." <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Fortune, do you have any uh, things coming up you want to promote? I sure do have some things to tell you guys about. I'll be in Evansville, Indiana, Dayton, Ohio, and Charleston, West Virginia, and then after Thanksgiving, Grand Rapids and Royal Oak, Michigan. Kansas City, Louisville, Kentucky, St. Petersburg, Florida, Orlando, West Palm Beach, Chicago, and then we have a bunch of new dates being announced like New York City and uh, all that good stuff. Go to fortunefeemster.com for tickets. In general, as always, you can stream Feel Good on Netflix if you're if you're bored and you want to watch something. Uh, my stand-up special Sap is on Netflix and my book Can Everyone Please Calm Down is available to buy online. I am uh, going on my European tour, October 26th, London, and then I'm back in the States, October 28th, La Crosse, Wisconsin, then I am going to be recording my next stand-up special in Brooklyn, November 4th. All right, well, thanks for listening to Handsome, and thanks to Lil Rel Howery for his question. Guys, keep it handsome. Yeah. Keep it handsome. Keep it handsome. <laughs> handsome is hosted by me, May Martin, Tignotaro, and Fortune Feemster. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Willette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com and please follow us on social media at handsomepod. <laughs>